Hello again, and welcome to Ultimate Health Radio. I'm Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. I'll give you the standard disclaimer before we get started. Uh, if you have any healthcare concerns or if we talk about anything that sparks your interest, please seek out the healthcare provider of your choice. Whether it's a chiropractor like myself, a physical therapist, medical doctor, massage therapist, dentist, whatever the case may be, please seek out the healthcare provider of your choice. So, with that, we'll get started. We have a very special guest today, a guy named James Fuller. He's recently started his own podcast, and I'm going to kind of let him talk about that as we get into the program. But James and I, we met several years back. We met actually through chiropractic. He came in as a patient. He was originally referred to the doctor that I bought the clinic from, Dr. Jerry Anderson. And through that whole process, we just got to know each other, really hit it off. We realized that we had a lot in common in terms of personal growth and um, things that almost cross over and almost like life coaching. So we've talked about getting together for a long time and doing a show together, and a lot of the vision with this kind of stuff is just partnerships. You know, how can we work together, steel sharpen steel, with the rising tide, all ships rise. And so James and I were talking, even though we, we both have our own podcast, we want to do some things together just to uh, work as a team, and um, two heads are better than one. So hopefully between the two of us, you guys will take some good nuggets away from the show but with that, um, how's it going, sir? It's going great. Thanks for having me on. Yes, glad you're here. I'm excited to finally be here. <laughs> exactly. We've been talking talking about it for months now. At, at least six months. I know we've talked about it. Yes. So a couple of adjustments in there, too. And yes. I think we've had a couple of topics uh, talked about while we're on the adjustment table. But <laughs> exactly. uh, we are finally here, and we're finally doing it. So. Yes. Glad we're getting started. Um, definitely excited. I guess uh, to kick us off, give us some of your background. Um, where you where you started from and where you are now? Yeah, sure. So I don't I don't really know that uh, it's uh, that intriguing, but uh, I, you know I've been in banking for uh, it's almost sixteen years now, and it was kind of one of those fields that I went into. Um, I was uh, dating a girl and I needed a job. <laughs> I was going to school and uh, needed to be able to, you know, pay some of the bills. And uh, so it, it really started. I was just a teller and uh, it was okay. one of those kind of jobs that you just do to, 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 to make a little money. Sure. And uh, it, it transitioned into, you know, working my way up in, in the, the corporation that I was at at the time. And then through a couple of uh, career moves over the last, you know, 15, 16 years, I've landed where I'm at today. And uh, like I said, if you'd have told me when I was a teller that I'd be doing what I'm doing today, uh, I'd have called you crazy. But uh, it, it's one of those things that I get to help people every day. Um, I'm one of those kind of uh, unconventional lenders because ultimately I want people to just be better financial stewards. Yes. And uh, that that does lend some lending um, to to uh, helping people. Sure. Um, there are times when people need loans, but you know, ultimately I hope that I can help people just be better financial stewards and help them along the way. That's awesome. You know, finances, I think, are just a huge piece of the puzzle. One of the things that stuck out to me, um, when somebody pointed this out to me, but there's actually more mentioned in the Bible, for instance, about money than there is heaven and hell combined. <laughs> right. So, it's well, a, and it's one of the number one causes of stress on a marriage, on a on a relationship, on, on all of these different things. And so, if, if you can be a good financial steward and put yourself into a position, um, you know, where you can be in a much better 
place, um, it, it removes a lot of that stress. I mean, if you, I was having a conversation with a customer just uh, a couple of weeks ago, and you know they're working through some financial difficulty, and it was one of those things. I was like, imagine all of the discussions and the arguments that you guys have mm-hmm. around money. Yeah. And and think about if you could eliminate those by getting yourself into a better financial position, how much greater enjoyment you would have in a marriage because you're not having all these arguments, you know? Yeah. So No, it makes sense. I mean, that's, you know, in business, they've got those 80-20 rules. And a lot of times, uh, 80% of your stress is coming from 20% of your customers. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's the same thing with money. You know, it's it's such it can be such a big stressor. And you got to kind of figure out where those those focal points are, the things to focus on. You can relieve some stress, but you can't relieve it all. <laughs> exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. So, what I guess to to go in the finance direction, what are some of the big pointers you would give people in terms of their finances and things to focus on? You know, I think I think the big keys. Uh, you know, I've I've been a, a big listener to Dave Ramsey. You know, many years. I, I think he's got some great stuff, and so you know, I'm not very different in opinions on on what he has, but you know, ultimately you know, lowering your debt risk, you know, getting rid of some of that stuff, you know, setting aside some money. A lot of people think that, you know, well, this is all I can put into a savings account right now. So I'm not really making a dent in what I need to save. And so I'm just not going to save. Well, the problem with that is, is then, you know, you look back in a year or two and you've not saved anything. Whereas if you'd have put five or $10 in every paycheck or, you know, whatever you can do, it will still add up. And it's still more than you had if you hadn't done it. And, uh, you know, you can look back in a couple of years and say, Hey, this is what I was able to accomplish. And then as you get better, financially sound, you can increase that amount of giving. And you mentioned the Bible. I think that a big key of that is is making sure that you are doing what the Bible commands us to do, and that's be faithful uh, faithful giver. Yes. You know, and so tithing on your income, I think that's one of the most important things, because if God can get it through us, he'll get it to us. Mm-hmm. And yes. so, um, you know, ultimately, we've just been entrusted to manage his money. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if we can pay off debt, save, it's going to put you and your family into a much better position. Yes. No, I think that makes great sense. One of the things I've kind of noticed with them um, saving and putting money back to is it's almost like a muscle. You know, the oh, more yeah. you utilize it. It's amazing how you become more and more creative of different ways to save. And it helps if you can be, you know, we, we were talking about partnerships. It helps if you can be on the same page, mm-hmm. um, you know, with your partner. Because if you're, if you got one person trying to go one way and the other one going the other way, mm-hmm. it, it's not going to be something that you can, you can come together. But if you yoke up together and you, you plow the same field yeah. in the same direction, you'll, you'll get something accomplished. Yes. So. Yes, I call it sideways energy if you're going different directions, <laughs> which is a nightmare for sure. So with um, so tell us about your podcast. How did that come to be? What are some of the things you talk about? How does that all work? So, so I'm excited about it. It's uh, it's new to me. So I've, I said in the very first episode, don't don't uh, go too hard on me. Um, you know, I'm learning as I go, but uh, I never was a podcaster. I, I never listened to podcasts. I was always one that got in the car, turned the radio on. Maybe I streamed music from time to time. But my wife got me hooked on podcasts and. Uh, what really kind of piqued my interest is it's one of those things that you can 
cater your content to what you enjoy to listen to. Mm-hmm. And so I've got certain playlists of, of podcasts that I listen to. And when I was listening to these podcasts, I was like, you know, this is something that I think I could do. I mean, I like to talk. Mm-hmm. I got the first <laughs> box checked. And, uh, you know, then you add in, you know, the level of experience that I've got in both finance and in other areas. And, and I felt like that was something I could bring to people. Some people are going to be like, yeah, this guy's crazy or, you know, his opinions are different. And, you know, that's fine. I get it. I, I don't expect to help the world. Yeah. Um, but if I can change the life of a couple of people or inspire them to be better uh, in their lives and, and as my podcast is called the on pace podcast, mm-hmm. you know, basically find their pace, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's got a pace and your pace is going to be different than my pace, yeah. both in running and in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, even in the spiritual realm, you know, everybody's going to have a different pace. It's not one size fits all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, if I can help somebody find their pace and, and, you know, get get on pace that that's kind of the goal so <laughs> no that makes sense i mean that's definitely something we promote at ultimate health with our patients is you know finding your uniqueness you know yeah. i use the word uniqueness a lot because everybody has different brain function different genetics different life experiences personality types just on and on and on and through that process they have to find their own pace like what you're talking about just whatever that combination of factors is that works for them and the pace changes from yeah, time to time. Exactly, uh, people go in different seasons and through different um, uh, places in life, and um, so their pace and their their uniqueness, all those factors will change. Um, but with running, I know you mentioned running. Uh, you've gotten pretty into it at this point, from what I can tell. So I'd be curious to, you know, hear the whole backstory with that and where you are now. Yeah. So uh, I I haven't really shared this even on my podcast. I was waiting for the right opportunity, but uh, I'm sure it'll pop up at some point in the future. But it was kind of funny how I got into running because uh, I had a coach uh, at a recent 5K tell me uh, we had signed up for this 5K and we're all standing around waiting to start. And she's like, you know, I couldn't get you to run in middle school. And she's like, now you don't stop running. And <laughs> And uh, it, it's funny because, I, you know, I had done a few 5Ks and I had run here and there and most of them were for charity and it was, you know, just to help the cause. And um, there was a marathon and half marathon that is hosted or had been hosted in Winchester for many years. It was called the Southern Tennessee Power Classic. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had been going for many years. It's since dissolved and it, I, I'd love to get it back because it was a great course. But it was one of those things that I had seen it either on Facebook or something that it had come up. And I had always been like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to run a race mm-hmm. uh, a little longer than a 5k. And apparently I thought that you just jumped from 5k to a half marathon and uh, didn't do any training. You know, the longest run I think I had building up to, it was like five miles and that was who knows when before. And so they were doing packet pickup at the Oldham theater here in town. Okay. And it was the night before. And, for whatever reason, on a whim, I decided I was going to drive by and just see what the buzz was about. See, yeah. see who was there. And uh, as I approached the square, you know, there's a lot of people standing there getting their packets. And I'm like, you know what? I think I would like to try to do this. And so the day before the half marathon, I signed up for it. Hadn't trained a lick. <laughs> And uh, I think I ran the first one in two hours and 26 minutes. It was a grind, but uh, I finished it. I couldn't move for like a week after. 
Uh, and I, I'd never wanted to run again. Yeah. Uh, and then the, it came around again the next year and I was like, you know, if I train a little, mm-hmm. you know, I might could do better. And so I did and improved. And so now I've got six half marathons under my belt and three full marathons oh, and wow. who knows how many five K's and 10 K's <laughs> and you name it. So, so what are some of the races you've done? The, the fulls and the halves? Cause so I know you've been all the, over the country. Yeah. The Southern Tennessee power classic. I did that one, I believe three times. And then, um, it has since been canceled. Sold. Uh, they couldn't do the full marathon anymore, and I guess there wasn't enough draw for the the half. And maybe one day we'll get it back on the the radar. But uh, the middle half in Murfreesboro is a great one. I love doing that one. It's a super fast one because uh, it's really flat. Um, and uh, as a runner, you know, minimizing the hills that that uh, helps the endurance a lot better. And then uh, as far as on the full marathons, uh, the first one I did was in uh, Nashville, the Rock and Roll Marathon, and I actually fundraised uh, for that through St. Jude and ran that one. And I think that one was a four, I'd have to go back and look at it. It was, it was over four hours, 445, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I ran St. Jude in Memphis, which was a great experience. And I know you've run a few of the races in, in Memphis, you and your wife and your family go there and race for St. Jude. And the thing that I love about that one is you run through the, the grounds of the hospital. And I mean, you talk about a moving experience. I mean, you, you I mean, I'm, I'm getting chills just thinking about it, you know, but you get overcome as you're running through there because you're, you're, you're raising all this money for, for this cause. And they're doing such a wonderful work there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then last year I entered in, to a lottery drawing. I just put my name in and it was one of those things you didn't know if you'd get drawn. Um, but I was drawn to be a participant in the New York city marathon. And that by far has been the biggest race I've ever run. Uh, it is the biggest in the world with 53,000 plus runners. Um, and they bust you in, you, you literally are just waiting around for like three hours before the race starts. So it's get comfortable, stay warm and just wait for him to tell you where to go. Uh, but then once you take off the experience, the views, like I got to see so much more than my wife got to see. Cause she, she was there with me, but she didn't get to run the race. Yeah. And so as you come across some of those bridges and the views that you get to see, it's, it's, I can't, I can't describe, I would, I would recommend anyone who even isn't a runner that, that they should try it. Just even if they walk the course, at least they get to see the views I got to see. It was really cool. So that's awesome. So I I know running a big part of, of the whole process is goal setting. Um, so a lot of what you're talking about just makes me think of goal setting. Yeah. What are some of the things you would tell people when it comes to goal setting, whether it's finances, whether it's running, whether it's in their relationships, health in general, what would you tell people when it comes to setting goals? So sometimes I think that you come in with a goal setting mentality. I mean, we're right here after New Year's and a lot of people set these New Year's resolutions, but then I think we're actually at about the average time for those to have fizzled out, you know, 30 to 60 days. And most of those are fizzled out and that, you know, and it's just like they give up, they don't do it. Um, and, and I think that's where a lot of people fail because they set a resolution. It's like, once you fall off, it's, Oh, we're done. You know, you don't think about it again for the rest of the year. And and so I'm more of a mentality of let's set some goals, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's just one goal that you do for the whole year. Set three or four, and then when you accomplish it, set another one. Yeah. You know, keep, it, nothing says January first is the the magic goal date. You know, and so uh, I, I've always you know tried to have the mentality at least in a race, and you can this applies everywhere. 
is set multiple goals. Set, you know, maybe three different goal levels. Um, if it's, you know, with a race, if you're trying to, um, you know, run a race, you know, set a few goals. Maybe it's to beat your last time. Maybe it's just to finish the race. That could be the first goal. Um, but then maybe you have a goal to beat whatever your last time was. And then maybe you have a goal. You know, one of my goals this year would be to try to qualify for Boston. That's a huge goal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's a goal that's out there. I yeah. feel like that's in the stratosphere of accomplishments if I could do it. Yeah. But it's it's there and it's on my radar. And, um, you know, it's more just breaking it down, Mm -hmm. you know, try to try to break the goals down into what are more attainable Mm -hmm. goals. Um, Don't don't set something so far out there that you you don't feel like you can get there. Mm -hmm. And so with the Boston qualifier for me, I'm breaking it down into, okay, I need to get to this pace and I need to work to get to this pace. Um, and same with finances. A lot of times with finances, people look at their debt and they're like, oh, there's no way we'll get this stuff paid off. It's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Well, then break it down. You know, mm-hmm. if you can save money here by not going to eat or not doing this or that, going out to eat and spending all this money, uh, you're actually doubling it because you're saving on the spending. You're not spending what you could have and you're applying it to reduce your debt. So it's kind of like a win-win there. Yeah. Um, and then if you can break it down by, you know, hitting that smallest one and then rolling into that next one and rolling in, it, it kind of starts to compound and build up. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, that once again, people look at the big picture and they think, Oh, I, I'll never accomplish this. Well then break it down, make yeah. it simpler. No, I think that's, those are all great points. Um, you know, one of the things I've kind of to piggyback off of what you're saying is I've really found that if I'll set goals that don't require everything I've got in me, you know, that's sometimes I think with goal setting, people are just, you know, perfect scenario. If yeah. I can squeeze out everything that I'm capable of. And sometimes there's just no wiggle room with that. And set those. Don't, yeah. don't not set them. Yeah. But make sure you set other ones that you can attain to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Things that kind of lead up to that, yeah. like what you're saying. Because um, it's healthy to, to really go for it. Right. But you also, I, I've just, I've seen a lot of people that it's, it's almost like their identity and their self-worth is tied to these extreme goals right. and those only. And um, when they fail, they give up. They give up. Yes. It's just, you know, what's the point at, at you know, at that, uh, at that point when they they can't hit the goals but well, um, i mean if i came in to see you for a chiropractic visit mm-hmm. and i was so far out of whack yeah it may take multiple visits yes you know it's going to take moving it a little bit here a little bit there a little bit there yeah. to eventually get to the proper alignment <laughs> of the proper goal yes um you know sa- same same in the medical field i mean you, yeah. you're gonna have to progress to whatever the end result is sometimes it's mm-hmm. not just an overnight success kind of thing yes absolutely you know, it's um, it's a process, and one of the things I tell people, too, is you can't shortcut the shortcut. You know, sometimes <laughs> no. people will try to set goals to get around just certain realities that they're going to have to go through. Um, but no, those are all great, uh, great things. I'm looking forward to us doing future shows. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, just please turn in, tune in to uh, on. It's called On Pace, the On Pace podcast. Yeah. On Pace we'll podcast. We'll have you on there very soon. Yes, I'll come on. I'll start bumping my gums, tell bad jokes. It'll be great. But um, with that, we'll go ahead and close out. Once again, my name is Dr. Brad Shapiro with Ultimate Health. We're right here in Winchester, Tennessee, right right in between uh, Hair Candy and Midtown Vet. Our location is actually 411 South Jefferson Street in Winchester. So we're right in between Hair Candy, Midtown Vet, near the post office. 
But if you know you want to be a patient or if you just have questions or concerns, book a free consultation. We'll be happy to sit down with you, answer any questions you have. Of course, if it does make sense before the exam, x-rays, whatever we need to do, there will be charges. But if not, no big deal. Uh, we won't charge you. We won't charge anybody. It's myself as well as we have Dr. Sam Abels as well as pastoral counselor Jerry Yoakum. So we're basically a one-stop shop for all your natural health care needs. But if we can help we, help you, we would love to. And is there anything you want to, any vitals you want to give on your show, James? Oh, I, I, you know, keep tuned. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm always adding new episodes that we've got th- uh, three out there right now. Okay. And I just recorded one uh, last night, so that one will be coming available probably in the next couple of days. Okay. And just stay tuned. I'm looking forward to having some great guests like yourself yes. on <laughs> and uh, growing this podcast with you. So. Yeah, sounds great. We look forward to it. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and keep tuning in to Ultimate Health Radio and On Pace podcast. Yes. Thank you and have a great night.